And Barnes hits one high. It's a dig. Jordan Stacks on Stacks on Stacks Lats. Join with my man, Mr. Big Balling Ben Larson with the Sorry. Aviators hat. Let's go. Oh, yeah. Best uh, minor league ballpark in baseball, right? Yeah, it did get voted by, uh, I don't yeah. know who vo- who made that vote, but it, I did see that, that it got yeah. voted best minor league uh, ballpark, which is yeah. awesome. It is a dope-ass ballpark, especially in Vegas where it's 110 degrees and you can go chill in the pool. So Yeah, but we couldn't get in. We tried. We didn't buy those tickets. Yeah, we tried. No, no, it was a full party that day. Yeah, like, no, you have to buy a like party. Remember, we walked up. We were like, how do you get in here? They're like, oh, you got to rent the whole pool out. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Sorry, I don't have uh, 100 friends in, uh, in yeah. Vegas. It's Not like, yet, at least. Huh? Yeah, there we go. <laughs> it's what it is. It is what it is. Uh, Very excited for tonight's <laughs> show, man. I'm, I'm amped up. I'm, I'm pumped up. A lot of good baseball today. I said crazy uh, baseball today. I said last night on the show with Irving. I said I, I love today's MLB slate. Like I was absolutely in love with it. I'm four and one or four and one on bets right now. Could be could end the day five and one if this under seven and a half hits for the for the Giants Padres. But the Giants bullpen fucking sucks like total ass, dude. So yeah. I'm a little concerned here. Ben might not hit, but uh, I mean, dude. Absolutely pumped up for our show because we got a special show on deck because I was at Target <clears throat> the other week. There we go, yeah. And I uh, came across this, uh, it was like screaming my name. It was like Mountain Dew with alcohol. And I took a picture and I was like, Ben, we got to do this, dude. Like, because Ben, ben knows I, he lived with me. And back when I lived with him, I was a Mountain Dew addict, dude. Like, that's yep. all I drank was Mountain all Dew. All day, every day, yeah. So, I was like, dude, we got to do this, dude. Like, we have to do it. Yep. Ben actually couldn't find it in the Bay Area. So I went to, like, four different Targets where they sell it at, and nobody <laughs> has Mountain Dew, hard Mountain Dew. So, I'm so bummed, dude. I'm yep. so bummed, but he did find something else. And yep. it's something that I haven't seen out here in Vegas. Mm-hmm. So, very- It's something... For a good long time, I had just seen advertisements for, so actually finding it was definitely stoked to to get that. And I've got, you know, and you know, simply lemonade. I mean, I'm a, I, I love juice, fruit juices, and to have a spiked fruit juice coming in at five percent, like I'm I'm down. I am down. It tastes so much better than the like the truly lemonades and you know all those. Other, I mean, 
granted, I've only had a sip of the the regular lemonade. I had one of the uh, strawberry lemonades yesterday, and it's sweet still, but it's oof. <laughs> Chef kiss, man. Chef kiss, dude. It's, I mean, the, all their lemonades are delicious. Dude, oh yeah, so. the simply simply lemonade, orange juice. This it's a good company to have. I even heard uh, Martinelli's is coming out with a hard uh, hard they've cider. Been, they've been like rumored to be doing it for a while, and obviously Martinelli's is out of Watsonville, where I lived mm-hmm. for a minute, and where Sheree's family is from. Yeah, I don't know if I should be saying all this on uh, yeah on this, but. They've been talking about doing uh, hard hard apple cider for a long time, dude. And Costco sells it. Also, oh, they do Costco's. make it. They do make it. Yeah, it's I just, haven't seen it though. It's it's one of those rare finds at Costco where like they'll have it for a week and then they won't have it for another month, two months. So it's interesting that they don't it. have like the production for it though. Yeah. So well, I mean, it'd be huge. Yeah, absolutely. It's I mean it's like anything with Costco though. Like you gotta get it right when it's there. Like the bourbon game at Costco, on point. I mean you're talking hundred and fifty, two hundred dollar bottles for like sixty, seventy bucks just because they buy it in such bulk. Damn, they ben, don't have the upcharges on it. Ben's putting us on game here. Oh man. That's where I get my uh, bookers. Well, there's like yeah, six six boxes of bookers back there. There's this TikToker that he has like a, it's like Kirkland. He compares like Kirkland brand alcohol to like other brands and stuff. And supposedly like the Kirkland whiskey is Kirkland brand whiskey. What does it come? What do you compare it to? So it's uh it's actually made by 1792. So it's a, it's a very, you know, big name uh, hmm. distiller. Um, so this is the, the small batch. Um, you know, coming in at 92 proof. So it's not, it's nothing that's overly proofed, but I mean, 1792 is a very good bottle of, uh, of bourbon. Um, and, uh, shoot, well, let me drop it and break things. Um, <laughs> yeah, don't do that. You know, but, uh, you know, if you get a bottle of 1792, it's coming in at, you know, 40, 50 bucks. This was a $19 bottle of bourbon. Unbelievable. So, just the the Costco brand really saves. I mean, you get the the tequila. It's Sousa. Um, it's the higher higher level Sousas. Um, you get the vodka. It's um, Grey Goose distilled one last time. Like it's good quality alcohol, just at a much lower price and a step down from you know what the other the actual distiller sells theirs at because they have to make theirs a little bit better, but. I mean, it's it's good quality stuff and cheap. Interesting. Yep. Like it. I always see the Kirkland Crown Royal. That looks like Crown Royal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they got that. They got a Canadian whiskey. They do it. It <clears throat> could very well be Crown. That's just like filtered one last time. Yep. You never know. I do have to mention we are being brought to you by Tavour. Make sure to go to Tavour.com or download the Tavour app straight to your mobile device and use promo code Taproom for $10 off your first purchase of $25 or more. You cannot yeah. find either of these drinks on Tavour, I promise you, but you can find good craft beer delivered straight to your front door. A lot of what Ben and I do drink on Sundays, um, you can find on there. So make sure to go yeah. there, use promo code TAPROOM, that's $10 off. It's basically two free six, uh, 12, 16-ounce beers, depending on what size you get. Basically yeah, they two got, free. They got all your different types of beers. They got ciders, they got meads, they got, I mean, they got everything on there that you can you can brew. Sours, darks. Absolutely. 
Yeah. That's good stuff. Pumped up for tonight, though, Ben, because, yep. man, Major League Baseball is, is getting great. Yep. We're I mean, in- today's slate was good. I mean, tomorrow's slate's good. We had big news coming out today. We do have breaking news like we go. that hit right before the show. Uh, Roch Kabatko. Sorry if I butchered your name, dude. I want to get it right. Roch, Roch Kabatko uh, from MASN. He, he covers the Orioles. He just tweeted out right before we went on that Gunnar Henderson, MLB's number one prospect basically on baseball america mlb.com number one prospect gunner henderson and dl hall another top 15 prospect are on their way to cleveland to join the orioles tomorrow for tomorrow's game and this is a um, it's interesting to me because you know I was, I was actually just texting with irving earlier and he was like man like what the fuck's wrong with the orioles that you know they lose five to one today against the against the guardians and Spencer Watkins was perfect in the first three yep. innings. And then kind of just fell apart in the fourth inning. And I, t- I told him, man, I was like, look, like they just took two or three from the Astros. They took two or three from the white Sox, but honestly in those games, they were not the best team. And yeah. the Astros couldn't hit very well. Like the Orioles starting pitching, um, Kyle Bradish, Dean Kramer, Austin Voth in the, in the Astros series did spectacular. Yeah. Right, Jordan Lyles in the White Sox series did he pitched well, and um, you know, but you can't rely on that. You can't rely yeah. on those guys to pitch zero run baseball for continuously and win two to nothing, two to one, three to one games. Like you can't rely on that shit. Yeah, especially well, against think, a team like the Guardians. Yeah, and I think you need that. You need those those bats to come come forward. I mean, they had one hit today. You're you're not going to win a game with one hit. Yeah. Um. You, you know, even if it's you know a, a two run shot because you had a guy who walked on, like you're still not gonna you're not gonna win a game with one hit. So you got to get those bats to you know really wake up and give give your pitcher something to work with. And you know that didn't happen today. It didn't happen yesterday. And I think that's something that at least Dude, they were can... they were one for twenty nine in the Astros series with runners in mm-hmm. scoring position. Yeah. Like you can't win ball games like that, dude. They yeah. they move Ryan Mountcastle down to the seven slot today. You know he's batting under two hundred since the All Star break. I mean he's been atrocious. He had a three run shot off Dylan Cease. Other than that, he hasn't been very good. And obviously, Mike Elias, the GM of the of the Baltimore Orioles, he's been following me on Twitter because I've been I've been saying for two and a half weeks, dude. Like, why is Ryan Mountcastle batting fourth? Like, yeah. there's no reason. A dude like that should be batting fourth right now. He's he's, yeah. he's cold, dude. He's an automatic yeah. out. Can't yeah. have an automatic out batting cleanup. You know. And I mean? think when when you bring in, you know, Gunner, you can have that be a boost, a little shot in the arm for, you know, your offense to really. Start Let's go, y'all. Yeah. And I think that's I think that's what they need, and I think that's probably why we're seeing Hall get called up too, because then you have a shot in the arm on both sides of the ball there. Well, DL did did make a start against the Rays, and he wasn't very good. No, he wasn't. But he's probably going to come in relief now. He's probably not. No, he's going to. He's going to be in the bullpen. Yeah, you know, so that's going to be, that's going to be a little bit of a, a, you know, good juice to come into the game, especially getting your fans going. Uh oh, that was a face. (laughs) That was a face there. (laughs) Um, We'll we'll get We'll get back to that in a second. I didn't mean to uh, interrupt, dude. 
but uh, you know you'll you'll be able to get that that you know push in the fifth sixth inning when you bring in Hall if you're at home you know I know they're in you know Cleveland for this series but if you're at home that's going to get the fans into the game too yeah if you have your top prospect coming in you know in a, a strong part of the game so you know you're going to get offensive firepower from uh, Gunner you're going to get um, you know defensive firepower from Hall. Yep. You know, this is this is a good move. It's it's smart for him to come up right now. And let's see what they're at uh one twenty games left. So as long as he sticks under twenty six games, he will still be hundred and forty at bats he has to stay under. Okay. So But at this point it, it to me at this point it shouldn't even matter, dude. Sorry, yeah. I'm trying to I'm okay. I tweeted, I tweeted this out literally right after the o's, the Orioles game today. I said, the Orioles should call up Gunner for a shot in the arm for the offense, if not anything else. I know they took two of three from the Strohs, but the offense has looked pretty lethargic the last week. And as proven by Watkins today, I'm not sure the pitching, the starting pitching is success is sustainable. Yeah. You know, Elias saw that tweet and he said, bro, call him up, call him up. You know, well, Jordan think, was right on Mountcastle. He was right <laughs> on Austin Hayes. I said that, you know, Hayes was batting fifth for the longest time. He was fucking atrocious. I was like, bro, why is Austin Hayes batting fifth? They move him to seventh. What happens? Boom, my guy goes on a seven-game history. There you go. Because sometimes go. those – sometimes sometimes guys need to know, like, yo, this is a business at the end of yeah. the day. Yeah. And, like, your performance is being judged. And sometimes guys get, like – Oh, well, I'm the cleanup hitter for a major yeah. league baseball team. You know what I mean? Nothing can go wrong. Ah, you still got to be held accountable. No, absolutely. You know? And I, I think one thing we got to look at, too, at least with today's game, is you can't take away what Cal Quantrill, Quantrill did. Oh, Cal like Quantrill's he, great. Great He pitcher. had a hell of a game today. One hit, you know, yeah. through, what, eight? Oh, he, he, was, he was excellent. Yeah. He was excellent. And, you know, that's what this series is going to be. But, I mean, like, you know, the Orioles, they just took two or three from the Astros. So you they know they can compete with the best of the best. I mean, yeah. they've already believed this all year, right? Yeah. It's just you got you're running Rugnador Door out there who's batting like 177 on the year. And it's like, yeah, he's a great clubhouse guy. I get it. But it's like, dude, come on, man. Like, he literally, every time he comes to the plate, I'm like, all right, this is an out. Like, I already yeah. predict it's going to be an out because it is, you yeah. know? And on the and it and at second base like he's a great defensive second baseman. He's made a ton of errors that have cost the Orioles games this year. Yep. So it's like at that point he's like, why do you not call up the number one prospect? I mean, Gunner's raking triple A, dude. Yeah. It's not like he's down there struggling or being mediocre. Like, no, dude, he's literally proved that he is ready to move up to the next level. And you got this guy sitting down there while you trot out this dude. You know, Brandon High wakes up every day. Wakes up from his hospital room, or man, a hotel room, and he's like, I'm penciling Rugnet or Door in there, batting 177 with a fucking 296 OPS. Like, what are we doing, dog? Like, yeah. cool. You, He's a good locker room guy. Keep him on the fucking bench. Yeah. He could be fucking motivation, like an extra coach, basically. Like, yeah. Udonis Haslam. There's no reason that guy should be playing baseball right now for a team that is in a, is in a playoff hunt, man. Yeah, only a game and a half out still of that final wild card. And spot. at the same time, Ben, it's like 
if they wait till September call-ups, because if they don't call him up by tomorrow, he's ineligible for the playoffs. So yeah. even if they make the playoffs, it wouldn't matter. It wouldn't matter because he was, yeah. he's not eligible to play. And then at that point, it's like you're you're in this like a uh, rock in a hard place where it's like, okay, you played Gunner all of September and he gets you to the playoffs, but you can't play him in the postseason. And now you got to fucking trot Rugnan or door back out there. Yeah. Yep. So it, it's just, it just doesn't make sense. Yeah. So they have to call him up. They should have called him up two weeks ago, dude. I don't give a fuck about the 140 at bats to keep his rookie status to start the well, major league. You baseball don't, ball. but, uh, you know, that pocketbook's yeah. in both. I'm not paying so. his salary. That's true. However, yeah. you know, you have to prove to your fan base, we want to win. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, like, they trade Jorge Lopez at the deadline. They trade Trey Mancini. And a lot of people are like, this team isn't serious. Those were good trades. I said it then. I'm saying it now. Those were good trades. But the reason why those were good trades is because you have guys like Gunnar Henderson in AAA and you can call them up. Yeah. Yep. And when you're – let's see. I'm trying to look at – see – uh, Minnesota did uh, yeah. Minnesota won today. Minnesota won today. Yeah, and when every team in the race is winning around you, Tampa Bay won today. Seattle won today. Toronto won today. Minnesota oh, have to win. won today. You have to win. Nope. You can't be, you know, to be taking losses. I mean, granted, they they played a good team, hell of a lot better team than any of the other you know teams played. And that's Tampa the other Bay, thing too Miami. is like Cleveland has to win every game too because they're in a division yeah. race with Minnesota. Minnesota's yeah. only uh two games back of them. Yeah. So, like, every game is important to Cleveland as it is to Baltimore, which is yeah. why these games mean a lot. Yeah. That's why we're here. This is important baseball right now. And we're going to talk about a couple of these games, but we're going to recap some games today. Uh, ben, we got to talk about the, the Braves, dude. Yeah. I mean, the Mets have a series against the Dodgers. If you're the Braves, you're going into the series against the Rockies. You're like, hey. We sweep this series. We're probably a game back of of New and York lose after at home. Lose at home three to two to the Rockies. Not only that, Ben, who is pitching for the Atlanta Braves? One of your best starters, Max Fried. Your best starter, Max yep. Fried. Your ace, yep. Max yep. Fried. This is why you do not bet minus three hundred favorites in the in Major League <laughs> Baseball. There you go. Yeah. The twenty and forty-two team won today against the Braves. I mean, there were there were a couple big upsets, but this one was definitely one of the biggest ones. Was the uh, the the Rockies beating the Braves? Oh, it was, there were, it was there monumental were in the terms of the NL East race. Uh, yeah, because I mean, especially if you're the Mets, because you're looking at this like, damn, we got a three game series against the Dodgers. Yeah, the Braves have a three game series at home against the Rockies. Yeah. At home, they well, win. Three- I think. Go ahead, go you ahead. Yeah, big thing that you're, you know, oh no, they're they're not central. I was gonna say big thing is that you got the Brewers who lost today. That that's big for uh for San Diego who's beating up on the Giants. I, the Giants are beating up on themselves. The it's Giants real. uh well let's be real, dude. The Giants overperformed last year. Oh yeah, no, but still you can't have four errors. Oh, but they've been doing this all year, dude. Well, I know, not four errors. They but... they're one of the worst defensive teams in baseball this year. True. They, I think they honestly, I think they've committed the most errors in all of baseball. Uh, Do you have that number? Because I'm looking right now. If it's not them, they're like top three in most in most errors. I swear to God, dude, they've lost so many games because they fucking 
make stupid boneheaded errors. Let's see. I feel like my teeth are going to fall out after drinking this. <laughs> they are the worst fielding team in baseball. Yep, see? I do not see an error number, though. But they are the oh, worst. Error. Uh, error rate. ERR. R. I mean, if they're the worst fielding team, then they're definitely they probably committed the most errors. No, I don't actually don't think so. That is one big pile of shit. White Sox, Nationals. Oh yeah, the white dude, the White Sox, Pirates. The White Sox outfield is terrible, dude. They got Tigers. Like, they got three slow dudes out there. They all have a higher error record or error rate than the Giants. That's pretty incredible because the Giants are really poor defensively. Yeah, which is crazy. Um, sorry, we got a little off track there, but, you know, talking about these playoff races, you know, the, the Braves, they dropped the ball again. Huge Whenever the Mets hit. lose, they seem to lose. Yep. They have two more against the Rockies though. They have to take advantage of this. And like, we've, yep. we've talked about this in the last two weeks. Like these teams that are in these playoff hunts have to take advantage of playing bad teams. Yep playing bad teams and then having their counterparts play really good teams. Like Dodgers are going to sweep the Mets. You know, I think it's Whoa, only a two game on, series. Though. Dodgers are going to sweep the Mets, but you know, I, I think it's only a two game series here. So you've got to take advantage of that. Oh, and God, dude, this under is going to fucking, it's four, nothing still it's four, one down. Well, um, let's see. Is it a two-game or is it a three-game? Let's see. It's not here on Thursday. It's uh, It should be a three-game series for the Braves. Yeah, Braves. Braves. Dodger, are, or Braves. Braves. Rockies are a three-game series. So is the Mets. Dodgers. It's a three-game Mets series. Okay. Mets have Degrom pitching tomorrow though, mm-hmm. which we're gonna get into. We're gonna. That's one of the games we're gonna break down in a second. Yeah, Kershaw's back on Thursday. That's right. Yeah, but that's dude. That's right. He can't stay healthy, bro. No. If I'm the Dodgers, like, I'm not even counting on him to pitch in the playoffs. Nor probably do I want him to. He's one of the worst well, playoffs. Well, he's going to be a relief, relief pitcher. Yeah, that might be. That's fine. Might be better. Um, The Phillies are out here. They lost two in a row to the Diamondbacks, Ben. Yep. That was a that was one of those uh big losses today. That um, Diamondbacks are hot, though, dude. Yeah, and they're only the nine backs, bro. They're only nine. If they're only nine and a half back, dude, they're basically at the same spot as the Giants. I mean, there there is a long shot chance that they can make the playoffs. No, <laughs> I know there's no t- there's no real possibility. But if no. you think about it, dude, they might have the two best starters of all those teams vying for a playoff spot, in Merrill Kelly and Zach Gallen. Zach Gallen, thirty four and a third innings pitched zero runs in his last 34 and a third innings. Yeah. I mean, they honestly, and, and they've called up, uh, Corbin. Um, what's his last name? Uh, the rookie that they just called up. Who's been fucking balling. Uh, Carol Corbin, Carol. They just called up Corbin, yep. Carol. Alec Thomas is up. Perdomo's up. Like they have a lot of good young talent on that team, oh, yeah. dude. Yep. That's a night. Like, Next year, heading into next year, the Diamondbacks, the Royals, the Orioles, and the Cubs are like four teams to look out for next year. A lot of good young talent on those teams, mm-hmm. and they're all playing well right now. Yep. Orioles playing better than all of them. 
another big loss today was uh, St. Louis losing to the Reds. Yeah. It was a little surprising there. <clears throat> it was surprising that they lost today instead of last night because on teams coming off of Sunday night having to travel were mm-hmm. 0-8 on the season yep. until St. Louis won last night, made it 1-8. Pirates beating the Brewers 4-2 today. The Pirates own the Brewers, Ben. 4-1 and yep. in their last five against the Brewers. They even yep. beat Corbin Burns twice in those five games. Yep. They just uh, there's something about the Pirates, dude. They just they absolutely own the Brewers this year, dude. And the I've been saying this for a couple of weeks, man. The Brewers, this is the end of the road for them. They're gonna blow this team up in the off season and kind of reset. They just, just need them to to get that last wild card spot over San Diego. So, man, so highly unlikely, dude. Yeah, it's gonna happen. San Diego just has too much talent, bro. Yeah, that's what we said about a lot of teams. So. Yeah, but I mean, like, those other teams don't have Juan Soto and Manny Machado. I don't care about the White Sox, dude. The White Sox don't have two guys. They don't have five guys equivalent to those two guys. You know what I mean? Like, it's just different. And honestly, like, the Padres get a good starting uh, performance tonight from Blake Snell. It's like, when they get good starting pitching, they do well. But that's their weakness, obviously. And then they obviously can't throw fucking Josh Hader out there at, at any point <laughs> in a meaningful baseball game right now. It's no lie. That is no lie. He's not doing very good. Uh, Should we hop into these games for tomorrow? Yeah. I mean, we really don't have much movement at all, you know, in our in our wild card. You've still got um, well, Toronto you know, Baltimore, wins, Baltimore, yeah, Baltimore a game and a half back and Milwaukee game and a half back. So. My Orioles to make the playoffs, man. It's hanging on by a thread. And Minnesota three games back of the wild card now, too. They got to – Baltimore's got to get going, dude. I was was very nervous about this Guardian series heading into this. I mean, we're still at 127 games. I mean, there's there's a month of baseball, but you got to – 37 games. You got to handle business, dude. Yeah. You know, you can't rely on everything else. And you're playing a team right now in the Guardians that are in the playoff hunt, too, like – take care of business in those games you're more likely to win to make the playoffs true they've got a lot of games against tampa bay a lot of games against toronto those are the ones that you have to win have to win yep i can't wait for those toronto series and such yep it's gonna be a lot of fun all right ben let's hop over let's uh let's talk about some games tomorrow yeah so the first one let's uh let's talk about the uh the dodgers and mets so right now projected starters, Jacob deGrom, Tyler Anderson. Jacob deGrom has a 2.15 ERA, he's 3 and 1 on the year. Tyler Anderson 2.69 ERA, he's 13 and 2 on the year. Dodgers right now uh plus 128, dogs on the money line, um on the run line plus 1 and a half, but they're minus 186 on that plus 1 and a half and then the over under is at 6 and a half right now. Yeah. Juice to the over minus 120. Um, under six and a half plus one Oh two. What's your, what's your thoughts here on this, on this game here? Uh, wait, hold on a sec. Dodgers are dogs here. Yeah. Plus one twenty eight. The Grom's pitching. Yeah. Well, I think I, I'm going to, Oh, um, I know DeGrom's pitching, but I mean, DeGrom has been a little bit of a question mark against good teams this year. 
I mean, I guess the only good teams that he's played is Atlanta. Um, but I mean, going into Colorado, going into Philly, going into Washington, or sorry, at Washington versus Philly versus Colorado, he pitched well. Mm-hmm. Versus Atlanta at Atlanta, he did not. So seeing that high-powered offense scares me a little bit here. And then you got Tyler Anderson, who's been pitching very well, minus the San Francisco game, minus the Kansas City game. You know, two teams that aren't really that great of, uh, you know, that great of offenses. So you come in and you play those high-power offenses, you get a good start out of that. And I think that's what we're going to see, you know, in – LA versus New York tomorrow. So I'm going to go first. My, my first initial look at this is first five under and plus a half a run towards LA. Um, so I like the Dodgers here plus money uh, yeah. for value purposes only because the Mets against left money line instead of half a plus half a run. Yeah. Uh, the New York Mets against left-handed pitching since the All-Star break at home, uh, 119 WRC+, plus, which is 19 yeah. over league average, which is, it's not bad, it's not great. Um, they're right around the middle, but at the same time, the Dodgers against right-handed pitching on the road, 120 WRC+, plus in the same amount of time. Also, the Mets haven't been, their lineup all year, Ben, to me, is very, has been a very questionable lineup. And, They've been one of the more lucky lineups because they have one of the highest average on balls in play, yeah. which usually means that that's a lot of luck because it's a lot of infield singles. You know what I mean? Yeah. Batting 285 on balls in play, which is significantly high. Yeah. In the last uh, 14 days, in the last two weeks, the Mets 107 WRC plus, so they're they're basically seven above average. It's just to me, it's just not a good lineup, dude. It, it has question marks. Yes, they have Polar Bear Pete. Yes, they have Francisco Lindor. Yeah, but at, around them, it's been a lot of up and down. Like Brandon Nimmo's not playing as well now. Um, you know, Mark Canna's kind of been struggling a little bit. Starling Marte's been really up and down all year. I just don't love this lineup. Yeah. I also don't love this bullpen between starter to Edwin Diaz. Edwin Diaz, best reliever in baseball this year, hands down. But you have to get from DeGrom to Diaz, and DeGrom hasn't been able to get into seven innings all no. year. And the Dodgers, they knocked around seeing the Alcantara. All year, August. So. Yeah, I mean, he's only pitched this he's month. He's only pitched five, yeah, five games. He's obviously month, not so. stretched out. He wasn't able to go into se- deep into seven against the Braves. Yep. The Dodgers are a similar team to the Braves. They have a good lineup, dude. This is yep. a good team. Great offensive team. That's that's hitting really well. I mean, you look at uh, you know, the the month of August, they're batting 282. Yeah. Even into out of coming out of July, batting 275 they, like this offense. And they is knocked just... around uh Alcantara. They knocked around yeah. um um who's the other guy from the Mariners? I mean, the uh, Marlins, Edward uh Oh my god, dude! Why can I not think of his name? Edward. Uh, I'll get it. I don't know my pitcher, so couldn't tell you. Oh my god! Why? Why can I not think about this guy? What is uh, Edward Cabrera? Okay, Edward Cabrera. Yeah. 
who's been dynamic. Oh my yeah. god, these fucking giants stock. They're really gonna fucking blow this shit. <laughs> I mean, the the Mets have definitely pushed up their offensive firepower here and you know, base lights, you know, last month, month and a half, but not against lefties. And I think that's something that you really have to push into you know into account well. here. You know, they're they're betting twenty eight points less against lefties than they are against righties this year. And that's and since the all star break, they're eleventh in WRC plus against yeah. against lefty and the pitching, dude. Yep. Three twenty one yeah. Woba, which is like even lower than that. Let me see where they're they're thirteenth in, in weighted on base percentage. Yeah. So I mean this it's just a team that's average against lefties. They're not great. They're not bad they're just meh yeah and you have to be great if you're going to beat a Dodgers team absolutely you so, have to yeah. dude. that's a good that's a great baseball team yep yeah so I'm with you on the I, I think you don't worry about that plus half around you just take the money line for the first five which is going to give you plus odds there too and you know I'd probably take that money line you know for a whole game I wish I could you, see who the who the umpires are tomorrow, but yeah, still isn't till it's not updated yet. They won't tell yeah. us till tomorrow. You know, and and really, if you want that, if you want that kind of um, oh, what's the right word for it? Um, you know that that padding, then yeah, put that you know plus run and a half on the money line. Or, yeah, I'm sorry, no on the value, line there. Yeah, you're at minus 180 this is a team that should be able to beat Degrom. like this is a team that has world series aspirations oh, absolutely Degrom's not going to pitch nine innings dude yeah so yeah he might shut them down for four or five innings but the dodgers a they're a good first five team they're one of the top three teams in first five runs scored they've knocked around the nl cy young sandy alcantara they've knocked around edward cabrera they've knocked around some of the best pitchers in baseball yeah. all year so the they can do it. Yeah. So if you're just looking at the starting pitching matchup and you're saying, okay, well I like De- Degrom's a better pitcher than Tyler Anderson. No shit. Like, yeah. okay. Well, cool. I mean, you look at what Anderson did though when he pitched against the Mets. Went six innings, only allowed three hits, no runs. Yeah, because the Mets don't hit lefties well. Yeah. They yeah. have since then added Darren Ruff though, who does hit lefties well. But at the same time, like. They don't hit. They haven't hit lefties well since adding Darren yeah. Ruff. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So I like I like the Dodgers money line here. It's probably one of my best bets of the day. Yeah. To be honest, at plus money. Um, yeah. Plus the only, money. The only concerning thing though is the Dodgers are zero and two as underdogs this year, which is a little concerning. <laughs> no, I'm not worried about that. And one of the, or actually, yeah, zero and two. This year on as underdogs. All right, let's look at this. Uh, no, one and three as a dog. This one year. and three. One and three. Their one one win was against Cor- Corbin Burns, I think, mm-hmm. and their and one of their losses was against Corbin Burns. Yeah. All right, let's look at the uh, another big playoff implication matchup, and that's the Orioles and and Guardians tomorrow. And mm-hmm. uh. That's definitely not the right pitching matchup. Yeah, Jordan Lyles versus Tristan McKenzie. Jordan Lyles, Tristan McKenzie. 
Uh, Lyle's, Lyle's coming in at nine, nine and nine this season with a 4.45 ERA. Tristan McKenzie, nine and 10 with a 3.17 ERA. Both around that 145 to 147 innings pitched. Yeah, McKenzie's been good of late, though. Yep. He actually, his last start, I don't think he was that good. Last, I mean, his last three starts Toronto, Chicago, and Seattle. I mean, they're Toronto, all quality starts, though. Six and yeah. three earnings, that's quality start. Seven, two earnings, that's quality start. So, I mean, you know, Houston, he pitched eight innings, had a, uh, I think he had like 11 strikeouts in that game, which was yeah. pretty remarkable. He's he's been a solid he's been a solid guy in the second half of the season, and he throws a he throws a fastball fifty six percent of the time. And the and the Orioles are not a good fastball hitting team. Really, the yeah. only good players hitting fastballs on the on that on that roster is Santander and Adley Rutschman. Yep. Yeah. So, oh my God, that's gone, dude. Oh, it's not. Thank you to the San Francisco Cool Breeze. <laughs> Blowing that ball back in. Machado looked like he fucking smacked that. Woo! That's why I love Oracle Park, baby. There we go. All right, hey, so, back to uh, this game. Yeah. The Orioles don't hit fastball pitching very well, which is concerning. Mm-hmm. And the Guardians are one of the lowest strikeout teams in all of baseball, Ben. So it's going to be very imperative for Jordan Lyles to stay in the zone because, you know, watching this game tonight, uh, you know, Spencer Watkins perfect through three innings, but he only threw one first pitch strike out of those first nine batters. Mm. What the Guardians really did the second time through the lineup was they forced him to throw strikes and didn't swing out of the zone. And they started knocking him around, scored five runs. Yeah. So it's going to be imperative for Jordan Lyles to get ahead in counts and make the Guardians hit your pitch, which Jordan Lyles can do. He's been known to do. Mm-hmm. He's also been known to get knocked around a little bit. Yeah. I do, yeah. however, I think with the minus 175 on Tristan McKenzie in the Guardians, way too much for me to lay, dude. No chance I'm laying minus 175. There's no chance I'm laying minus one and a half runs either because the Guardians don't score a ton of runs. And the Agreed. Orioles have one of the best bullpens in baseball. So if the Orioles have a lead going into the seventh inning, it's basically over. Mm-hmm. So with that being said, I think the smart play here for me is taking Orioles plus one and a half. Okay. I think that's the the smart play. What's the yeah. what's the odds on that? Orioles plus one and a half. One and a half Minus one forty five. Yeah. That's good value in my opinion. Yep. Um I'm gonna look at the I'm I'm with you on the you know, your, your look at the, you know, figs for, you know, money line here. There's not great value there. Um, well, it's not just not great value. You don't, you, me, you look at, you want to lay minus 175 on Tristan McKenzie? No. 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 I think I, I like Tristan McKenzie. He's a good pitcher. No. But that's a lot. It is a lot. Especially against another I'm, playoff caliber team, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking at uh, kind of what has happened in the last few starts. I'm looking at what has happened. Um, Jordan Wilds hasn't pitched against uh, Cleveland this year. Tristan McKenzie has pitched against Baltimore and get, did get repped up there. Um, so looking at that, looking at what uh, both Lyles and McKenzie have done over the last really five games, I'm going to be looking at the first five over here. Um, you know, it's sitting at four. 
And, you know, it. Even the Orioles have not been me, swinging the sticks. Well the Orioles right have not been swinging the sticks here, but I think we are going to be getting a, you know, a big boost with Gunner. And um, if he, even if he doesn't get the start, um, I think that's really just going to push the offense. Baltimore's you know, fifth in runs scored in the last five innings. Cleveland is actually worse than that, or they're tied for third worst, two runs in the last, two runs per game in their last first five, in their last three. Yeah, well, these pitchers haven't been starting here. Um, you've got, uh, you know, McKenzie, who's given up for t- 12 runs in his last five starts. You've given, uh, or I'm um, sorry, that was Wilds, who's given up 12 in the last five starts. Um, and, oh, okay, there we go. Um, McKenzie, who's given up 12 in their last five starts. So these are two t- two pitchers that do give up runs, you know, against some decent yeah, but, and some not decent. But you also uh, have to consider here. Jordan Lyles in one of those starts was he gave up all those runs. He gave up like seven runs to the Red Sox. So he gave up 12, 12 in his last five. He gave up seven in one start. No, he gave up four. Okay, four. Four out of 12 in five starts. So he gave up what? You know, two yeah, or less. Four against Tampa Bay, four against Boston, one in Chicago, two against Toronto, one against Texas. All I need is two, though. I need two coming from Baltimore. I need two coming from Cleveland. I think we can get that. It's a bold play. I'm going first game. five over over four. Full games at eight. You might even get it at three and a half. I don't hate it. I don't hate it. I just I don't. I mean, these these the sticks have to. I mean, they have to have to start going at at some point. Yeah, I mean, you they got for the previous games too. I mean, nine runs, nine runs, five runs, six runs. Yeah, the big problem is is like you got Ryan Mountcastle who's struggling. I mean, you got a lot of guys that are just struggling right now in that yeah. lineup. So, <sighs> dude, I mean, I, I don't, I don't hate it. I just hate betting overs for Cleveland because, you know, they're they're a team that loves three to one games, <laughs> like that's their steez, dude. Like, imagine if you had the over today, dude. There were six runs scored in the first five, and they didn't score any the rest yeah. of the game. Cleveland at home, twenty seven, twenty eight, and two, hitting the over. So they need to make that fifty percent. All right. Let's go, y'all. Let's get some best bets for tomorrow then, Ben. We just talked about two games right there. Yep. What do you like? I think uh, I think my best bet for tomorrow is going to be that uh, plus money on uh, on L.A. Uh, I don't think you can get any better than that. Um, you know, I know that L.A. has been the dog four times this year, and they're one and three. Um, but I think, you know, when you've got Tyler Anderson on the hill, um, you know, you're going to get a good start out of him. He's played against the Mets well. The Mets don't hit lefties well. So I think you can really push that. And, I mean, for good measure, no, I won't make it the best bet just because you're not 100% on it. So What, the over four? Yeah. I, I mean, like if it. you like it, do it. I really do like it. Yeah. Um, I think that's. I think it's got great value there. Sitting at minus 105. Um, you're, you're almost getting money, double your money back. So, yeah. Nah, if you like it, dude. I mean, it's not like you have a bad handicap on it. You have a, it's logical, you know what I mean? I yep. just, sure. Um, my best bet tomorrow, I'm going to go Baltimore Orioles plus one and a half at minus 145. This is a little bit more than I like to lay, to be honest, but I do think that this is going to be a close game. Um, I do think that 
you know, the Orioles bullpen, both these bullpens are very nice. All the runs scored today were in the first five. No runs scored after that. I expect it to be a much closer game. I expect the Orioles, you know, they don't, they're the most profitable team on the run line for a reason. So I like it plus one and a half. I'm also going to take the Dodgers money line as well at plus 128. I just think it's too good a value for a team that struggles against left-handed pitching. They've been struggling for the last couple of weeks, to be honest, against good teams, Ben. Um, yeah. And I know DeGrom is on the mound, and I know DeGrom is one of the best pitchers in the world, but he did struggle against the Braves. The Dodgers are a very similar good lineup, and I know the Dodgers are going to this matchup. You know, they're hungry, dude, because they want to yeah. prove to the world that they can beat guys like DeGrom. So give me the Dodgers money line plus 128 on the road in New York. I like it. I like Dodgers it. Dodgers are hot. Yep. There you All are. right. So before we go, I do. You made a horrible, horrible face drinking your uh, your your Mountain Dew hard over there and mentioned that you're going to have diabetes after this show. So well, well, I first mean, of all, zero it? sugar. And I think that's what caught me off guard. Yeah. It really tastes like diet Mountain Dew, dude. Okay, there we go. That's what Fake it tastes sugar, like. So. It, it's, 5%, right? Uh, what is it? Oh, it's, yeah, 5%. Okay. Uh, I yeah. mean, it's interesting, Mine's, bro. It tastes like, it literally tastes like Mountain Dew, but like yeah. diet version. Yep. With alcohol. I mean, it's cool. How was yours? Yours mine's better than mine's really good. Yeah, mine's really good. It, do you remember that country time lemonade? Mm-hmm. Like, that's exactly what it tastes like to me. So I, I'm happy with it. I'm going to crack it's... open the Baja Blast one real quick so we can get okay, a, a we'll live see how it is. Yep. It smells like Baja Blast. Dude. Here we go. <laughs> tastes like diet. Baja Blast. It's, so it's it's all that diet, huh? It's all that fake sugar stuff, huh? I guess. I I don't know. I don't know how they make it. It says zero sugar on it, dude. Yeah, it's 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 probably, uh, what is it, aspartame or like, it's got some fake sugar in it. It has to. I got to probably read the box because I can't yeah. fucking read yeah. they can, but it's, it's interesting, man. There we go. I'm still gonna keep an eye out for it. I I, I need to find it. So yeah, we got to do. It. I was gonna I was gonna do a, a bet. Well, I'm gonna do one for tomorrow, for college football on Thursday. And if the team wins, I'm gonna pound like three of these shotguns. Oh, good lord, your fucking forehead on on Friday, man. You gotta do what you gotta do, bro. Oh, content over. Content that, matters, Ben. Content matters. Hangover. We gotta do something. It's gonna be a horrible hangover. We gotta get some content. Let's go, y'all. Want to thank y'all for joining us. Great show tonight. Hope yep. we gave you guys some information. Tail us, fade us, whatever you do. You can follow us on Twitter at Jordan Rules TSB. Ben is not on Twitter, but you can follow us at Taproom underscore sports. You can follow us on Instagram at Taproom Sports Podcast. Follow us on YouTube. Go to YouTube, search Taproom Sports Podcast Network. Subscribe, like, because the more subscribers we get, we can actually have a fucking link for once. Yep. So make sure to do that. Go to devour.com and download the Devour app or download the Devour app straight to your mobile device. Use promo code Taproom for $10 off your first purchase of $25 or more. That's craft beer delivered straight to your front door. You don't even have to leave your couch. 
That's two free beers we're giving you. Promo code yep. Taproom. Do it. For Mr. Big Ball and Ben Larson. It's me. Jordan stacks on stacks on stacks. Lats. We'll see y'all tomorrow. Have a blessed Wednesday. Let's get Peace. this money, baby.